How's it going, good peoples? This is me, Chair, aka the Sister Pastor. And on this episode of the Sister Pastor Speaks, it has been basically five years. It has officially been five years since your girl has braved through the areas of pastoral ministry in a denominational setting. There's a lot of stuff that I have learned over the, these past five years, and I would like to share a couple of my nuggets to you all within these next couple of episodes. So stay tuned. All right. So for this episode, I am going to talk about my reflections of year one. Y'all, let me tell you, year one, I was just so excited, man. I was rapidly sentimental. You know, it was my first ministry gig. Oh, no, not gig, but ministry assignment. And man, I was really, I, I was just, I was just in awe of the fact that the church that I basically told my parents that unless I was selected to be at this particular church in this particular, well, actually, let me switch it up again. My parents were asking me if I was going to come back to Maryland after I graduated from seminary. And I was very, very sarcastic about it. I said, unless I was picked up by this particular conference and pastor in this particular church, then I won't be coming back to Maryland. So guess what happened? I was hand selected for that particular conference for and for that particular church. Thus, I was making my way back from snowy Berrien Springs, Michigan to PG County, Maryland, back to my stomping grounds. It was exciting because the church that I was a part of, I remember my parents would take us when our childhood church, when they weren't really having services. I don't know what caused my dad or and mom to send us to the particular church, but it was cool. It was actually my very first time going to a quote-unquote children's church. I didn't know that was a thing until I went. And it was pretty cool. My remembrance of that was puppets and how one of the puppets knew my name. And I even remembered getting lemonade and Twizzlers. I think that's actually how I fell in love with Twizzlers was from that particular area. And of course, I love me some lemonade. Okay. So it was pretty cool to see how the church eventually evolved to something much bigger. And they had to relocate to another location that was more accessible and accommodating for the mass amount of people that attended the service every weekend. So, yes, I was excited, y'all. I was really excited. You know, it was a big deal because I was the youngest pastor to be selected at that time period, the youngest pastor in that team. And then it was a historical move because I was the first black pastor. So I had there was a video that my parents recorded because, of course, my childhood church was 10 minutes away from the church that I was pastoring in Maryland. And my parents stopped by to hear the announcement that I was coming to that particular church. So my mom recorded it and she mentioned that a lot of black people 
were cheering me on and I didn't realize how big of a significance it was until after the fact. So yeah, it was fun, excited. Things were, you know, I was, I was getting used, getting, know, getting to know the culture of the church, just the non-traditional approaches to ministry that they had and connecting with other pastors that shared the same passion of ministry as I did. And one thing I could say from year one and my lesson, my first nugget lesson, especially for, for pastors that are starting out, is to say to yourself that you are not a superhero. I'm going to say it again. You are not a superhero. That's something I will tell Darnisha in 2017, that she is not a superhero. Superhero meaning because when you first start in ministry, when you are the new pastor, the new kid on the block, you're going to have members going to come up to you and tell you what needs to be done in the church. They're going to say, well, you need to start off this small group for girls. You need to start off this ministry for the teens. You got to start off this. You're going to, you got to do that. You got to do this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then you get overwhelmed. So because of that, I hit the ground running too quickly. And it got to the point that I eventually found myself fumbling in a couple of areas in my ministry. So, which is why being in Minnesota now, when I first started in 2019, I knew for a moment that if there was change that I wanted to implement, I need to wait for a full year. And that's always the rule of thumb that I hear from pastors is your first year in ministry should not be on the basis of, I'm going to change some things. I'm going to change structures. You have to wait it out for a year. That way you get to know people. It's kind of like, you know, um, there was this series back in the day called Wife Swap, Wife Swap or Trading Spouses. And normally when the wife or the mom or whomever, the parent switches off to another family, you have to live by the rules and the culture for a whole year before, no, not a whole year, a whole week. I think it was a whole week, a whole week until the second week. That's when you start implementing change. So for, so for an example, if the family that you're staying in, they have a way of their morning routine, you would deal with all the morning routines, whether you like it or not, if the mom or if the parent has to be in charge of doing the dishes and doing everything by themselves single-handedly without the help of anybody, you got to do that for a week until the second week. Then you implement rules saying all hands on deck. This person's going to do dishes. I'm not going to do everything. I'm going to need you to help me. Boom. And so that, so that's how I kind of view things like that. So for me, I kind of wish that was I was able to just sit and listen to Sela a little bit and just observe and not be the superhero, like not change things out the woodworks, like get to know the people, get to know your environment, know what you're about to get yourself into. And that's something that I wish I did the first year. So yeah, so year one, you are not the superhero. You are not the superhero. 
another thing that I would like to um, even just hold space is for those that are excited about their first district. And I can say it is okay to be excited. Normally, you'll deal with some negative Nancys or negative Neds, and they're going to tell you, oh, no, why are you being so excited, blah, 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 don't do this, don't do that, why are you acting so hyper? But it's okay to be hyper. Listen, if you're a puppy, puppies have X amount of energies until they get older, okay? So take that moment, embrace the, the, the fact that your place where you are for such a time as this. That's something I was really happy and excited about. I mean, this is someone who had basically a full circle at the church where I was. And for me to enjoy that process, that's something that I want you to know. Um, what else can I, can I talk about in this experience? But yeah, get to know your leaders. Um, what I, what I really wish I did different was, and I wish I've learned, was to be able to visit people more often. And that's something that I've applied even right now when I was in Minnesota. And I wish I was able to say, hey, let's do lunch, let's do dinner. And honestly, to be fair, the church that I was it's different. Like when I say non-traditional, honey, it is none. It's not traditional. And it, you know, it, so that's why when I moved to Minnesota and I had a more traditional church setting, it was a cultural shock for me because the fact that people actually want me to come over for, for dinner or for any kind of visitation, that was just a, that was a shocker, man, to say the least. And yeah, it, that was a shocker. That, that was a whole shocker to me. So I learned just the, just the idea of being able to v- be intentional about visiting, speak with your church leadership about people. And once when you get their names, reach out to them and say, hey, I just want to talk to you um, to, to know what you're doing, what you have done. I want to meet with you. Now, there's something about visitations that really hits different. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's something about visitations that really hits different. And once when you visit people, and that's something I've learned, even, you know, being here in Minnesota, is that you have a connection with members. Like, people have a better respect for you just for visiting them and for taking time to get to getting to know them in a special way. And that's something that I'm definitely taking. I've been taking and running with it here in my new assignment. Another thing that I have learned even in this season, well, even during my year one is Okay, so I know, so I said, don't be a superhero. Don't rush to to do changes. Be present, you know, be excited and visit, visit, visit. So my fifth one, and I think I'm going to, well, not think, I know this will be my last and final one, is don't hesitate to ask questions. Don't 
hesitate to ask for help. And we think that just because we left seminary, we got our trainings in our schools, that we think that we don't need to ask for any kind of help from anybody because we, you know, we're educated. But nevertheless, always ask for questions, always ask for help. And I love how one of my clergy sisters mentioned the idea of it's better to whimper than to be silent. So, I mean, no, don't whimper. So basically ask questions boldly. Ask like, you know, how long has this church has, has been in operation? Ask about what is the culture? What is the approach? How can I reach out to this particular family? And that's something that I've learned differently even now and even taking time to be around with leaders that want you to do good, that expect you to make mistakes and to hold space for that. So yes, always ask questions, always ask questions, always ask for help, always ask for assistance. Know that you can't do this by yourself. So that is my year one recap. Man, it's actually been a while. It's actually been a long time. I'm sure I got a lot more chats about the whole impact. But nevertheless, yeah, God has been faithful. And I thank God. I really thank God. And this is how I'm going to celebrate is by just talking back my reflections about what I've learned from this experience. So I will talk to y'all later on our next episode when I talk about year two, aka the terrible twos of pastoral ministry. And if you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at the sister pastor grams at the sister pastor grams and reach out to me, holla at me, don't whimper, and I would like to connect with you. So for now, we'll holla.